Hi, this is Phil Puglisi from SkiTalk.com. And remember, skiing is fun. How you doing, everybody? Tim from Ski Rex Media coming at you once again. And it is a solo episode, though. You might have been tricked. What did you think of that little intro before the music this time, huh? Wasn't that kind of cool? Shout out to Phil Puglisi on there at SkiTalk.com. SkiTalk.com, you know what that is. Um, has absolutely nothing to do with this episode except for that. Here's what happened there. Here's why you got that little thing from Phil. And again, shout out to Phil. That was really awesome. He is the very first person to use the SpeakPipe voicemail link. I put it out there on social media like, hey, I'm looking for some fan interaction. I'm looking to get the fans and the friends involved in the Ski Rex Media podcast a little bit more. And I said, you know, let's do a Q&A. And then I started saying, let's do more than a Q&A. You can send shout outs to friends or family for anniversaries, birthdays, to me, to yourself. I didn't care, you know, anything, uh, questions, queries, concerns, comments, and I would address it or use it on the podcast. And that could be anything at all. And I'll find a way to work it in. And I found out, figured out a way. I found out a way. Of course, I found out a way. I figured out a way to use Phil's soundbite from the speak pipe voicemail at the beginning of this episode, and I think that's pretty awesome because he's not wrong. He is not wrong at all, and I think you should all agree with him because I agree with him too. Now, if you want to get in on this, now, he is the first and so far the only person, Phil, that is, to use the speak pipe, speak pipe voicemail link. It's very easy to find. You can find it at skirexmedia.com. It's right on the page. If you are on desktop, it'll pop up on your screen. Everything fits on most screens. Uh, you don't really have to scroll down, but do it if you don't see it. Uh, scroll down to see the whole page. And then obviously on mobile, scroll down and you will find it. You tap the button. You set up, you set up your mic to make sure you can record. You record it and hit send and it'll come to me and I can use it for just about anything including answering you shouting out to friends who knows i might use it on social media but most likely right here on the podcast so please go check that out at skirexmedia.com yes right now my url my domain name is a redirect still working on figuring that out but the site itself doesn't look bad so go ahead and check that out go ahead while you're there sign up for the newsletter request some stickers the ski rex media uh merch shop is on its way back i'm gonna be working on that uh probably during the weekend or over the next couple days so start you'll start to see things pop up there again while you're there you can also swing over to social media i was talking about how all this was posted on social media so you can go on social media and follow me twitter or x uh facebook instagram even linkedin you can follow ski rex media on all of those and youtube as well there's going to be a new YouTube video coming up shortly. You can find everything you need at skirexmedia.com. All those links, like I said, plus that link will be down in the description. Also, the Patreon link, head to Patreon. The second issue of the Poster Chronicles, my Ski Rex Media e-zine, e-magazine, e-book, digital version of the magazine is there. Five bucks each or three dollars a month if you subscribe on Patreon to get the Poser Chronicles. The next issue of that will be coming out about middle of the month. And I think that's what I'm going to do. I think it's going to be a middle of the month thing. 
So check that out as well. All kinds of stuff to check out on Patreon, SkiRexMedia.com, SkiRex Media social media, all kinds of fun stuff there. And of course, the SkiRex Media podcast. And the SkiRex Media podcast today is a solo episode. It's just going to be me talking about stuff. And it's me talking about something that I noticed while I was down at Crotchet Mountain the other day. I finally made it down to Crotchet Mountain for the first time down there in New Hampshire, one of the epic mountains. So shout out to the Epic Pass and Crotchet Mountain and Adatasha Wildcat and Mount Sunapee uh, for giving me the chance to partner with them, ride the Epic Pass, see what it's all about, do some content work for them, have some fun for me, and do all that fun stuff like that. It's really kind of cool, and I do enjoy it. Um, I also enjoy... Just so you know, Whaleback Mountain. That's right, Whaleback Mountain in Enfield, New Hampshire, right across the river from where I live. It's my home mountain. Whaleback Mountain is awesome. I love it. I think you'll love it, too. They are having a challenging start to their season, but who isn't? But they should be reopening by the time you hear this, whether you are hearing it on the Sunday Patreon edition or if you're hearing this on the Wednesday. Well, you know what? If you're listening to the Patreon edition, you don't hear this. Because the Patreon edition is ad-free. But if you hear it next Wednesday, they should have reopened their learning center at least. But probably top to bottom, I would think. They've been blowing snow. I've seen it as I've driven by. There's snow being blown all over Whaleback. It is wonderful. And it's going to be awesome. And as the season goes on, they will have everything you want. Groomed runs, natural runs, tree runs, rentals, food, beer, anything you want. They can do it. It has everything you can want in a ski hill in a small package. So you can even let the kids run about and they will still find their way back to you because there's only one way to go. Whaleback Mountain, ski it to believe it. While I was at Crotchet Mountain, I saw something that I do not agree with. It has nothing to do with the mountain itself. This is a bigger issue. Uh, It's something I posted about while I was on... Uh, social media the other day i definitely wanted to post about on social media because something needed to be said and i i i it's you know skiing snowboarding snow sports especially alpine you know downhill things but any any kind of snow sport there's a lot of stereotypes that come with it i find that i try to kill absolutely 100 one of those is that's the rich man's sport it's not the most of us aren't rich It is an expensive sport, to be sure, but it's not just for rich folk, and most of the people who do it are not rich, which is why I always say get your seasons passed as soon as you can get your season passed, whether it's single mountain, multi-mountain, whatever it is, Epic, Icon, Indy. I use Epic and Indy now, and uh, you know, the Whaleback Mountain Pass, which I also have, uh, it also is a multi-mountain pass. It has the Freedom Pass add-on, you know, whatever it is. It's expensive, but there's ways around that. And getting your seasons pass like I have is one of those ways. Um, even if you're not getting media passes, even if you have to pay full price, you could still get a better deal buying a season's pass. Some of those other stereotypes that are out there, one is, here's what I'm talking about. If you saw, I know, man, It's I'm not used to doing the the solo episode anymore my friends i did the one last week and it it's it's not doing so hot so i can't imagine i did so well so we're we're trying again and we're hoping this one's going to be a bit better the point is while i was there and my social media post 
was um about or in reference to seeing shooter bottles you know the little bottles you can get at the liquor store or wherever you get them you know i'm sure you can get them at bars and like the airport and whatever the little shooter single bottles of booze um one of the ones you see out in the mountain fairly you know or i shouldn't say fairly recently but in the modern days is the fireball people love to take the fireball up the lift and i saw the bottles down on the ground you could see it even when there's snow on the ground, but there was a bunch of grass again. It, you know, at Crotchet again, it is a challenging beginning to the season and it, there's just bought, there were bottles and these were probably covered in snow. So no one knew they were there. So they couldn't be picked up. And now, you know, when can we get there to pick them up? And it's not like skiers can help pick them up on the way by because we can't ski by there. It was a mess and it is. A it's it's a symptom of a greater problem, and it's the stereotype. You know what? And I think I'll come back to the stereotype part, but we'll, we'll start with the littering. We'll start with the littering. Why are you doing this, people? Who's doing this? Raise your hand. Admit it. Be open about it. It's not like I can see it anyway. I'm here on the Ski Rex Media podcast. I'm coming through your speakers. I'm in your earphones. You, I can't see you. Raise your hand if you do it. Admit it openly to yourself, and then let their conscience be your guide. There's no reason for this, man. In fact, my post said, you know, whoever's doing that, if you're sneaking booze onto the lift, which they don't want you to do, some people would say, well, that's because they want you to go in the bar and pay for it. I think that's probably true, but drinking too much while you're skiing can be a disaster for you, a disaster for everyone around you, a disaster for ski patrol. Safety first. Um, Drink responsibly. We know that. If you're just at home getting boozed up at the New Year's party and you're not going anywhere, go for broke, man. But, you know, be responsible when you're out there and your life is could be forfeit and someone else's life could be forfeit, i.e. driving, i.e. skiing, uh, i.e. operating heavy machinery. You know, drink responsibly. We all know it. We all know how to do it. A lot of mountains don't want you bringing on the lift primarily for the safety reason. Many mountains have bars up at the top. You know, Mount Snow and near Summit Lodge, where I used to work, they have a bar up there. Uh, down at Gunstock, there was a bar up there. Uh, I think they have a bar up at the top of Sunapee. I know they have a lodge with food up there. I don't know if there's a bar in the lodge, I would imagine. They're everywhere. You can find them anywhere at any hill just about, except for the really small ones. There's not food or drink at the top of Whaleback. Um, there's, that's only at the bottom. But even at Whaleback, they say, and they're putting up new signage, no alcohol on the lift, and people are sneaking these mini bottles because, A, it's a quick hit, and, B, it's easy. It's easy. But think about this, my friends. If you are going to do that, and it's easy to put it in your pocket when it's full, why is it not easy to put it in your pocket when it's empty? Why are you chucking it off the lift? I bring a bigger bottle than that uh, while I'm skiing. I keep a bottle of water in my pocket. And yes, I do use single-use plastic bottles. Not going to lie about it. I'm really not that ashamed of it either. I know some people don't like it. And again, that'll come back around later as I talk more about environmental impact. But I have that bottle. It's a bigger bottle. I finish it. What I do, I squish it down, then close the top. You See, what you do is, this is a backpacking trick. If you leave the top open enough so the air can get out, and you squish your bottle down, then tighten it, your bottle stays squished. So it takes up less space. Same weight, less space. And I do that until I can get rid of it the proper way. Now, we can argue up and down all day about how often, how much, um, 
<laughs> plastic bottles are recycled. Um, and I know they're, they're probably not recycled as much as we would like. Uh, but it, it can be done. At least get it into a trash can. At least get it into a trash can. And then I closed out the, the post by saying, what are you, a child? You probably are, and you shouldn't have the booze anyway. And that's probably true, too. Kids, do not underage drink. I don't advocate for that. Um, I can't say to you that I didn't do it. I could say that just wait. There's plenty of time for it, especially if you're a lightweight like me. And I've quit drinking as an adult, so, you know, whatever. But, dude, there's no reason to litter. And that goes beyond. Like, I happen to notice the bottles. The bottles will always last longer because they are plastic. Candy bar wrappers and other wrappers have some plastics in them, but either they have more paper than plastic, so they break down, or animals are taking them to use as part of their nests. They can shred them up and put them in their nests, whatever it is. The bottles are the most obvious, um, and it's not just shooter bottles. It was on that day at Crotchet. That's all I saw, but I didn't see any soda bottles, water bottles, or anything like that, but I have seen that. Don't litter. Don't litter off the lift. Just don't do it. It's not safe anyway. You know, there's times when you're going to throw that off the lift. You're going to hit somebody and even empty. That's not cool. Right. I, I'm sure we I know most of us agree on this because the post on social media got a ton of run, ton of comments across all three. Um, well, a ton of comments, relatively speaking, for my social media across, you know, Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. I, I, you know, I put the post up. People have been commenting on it. People have been talking about it. People have been hating it. Nobody wants the litter, man. Nobody does. Don't do it. There's even there's usually garbage cans at the top of the mountain. Shoot, if they have a lodge, they have a garbage can. <laughs> even if they have bathrooms, they have a garbage can. Use the garbage can. Don't make a mess because it's not always easy to clean up. And this stuff can get lost. What if no one sees it? You can say, well, how is that my problem? You put it there. You put it there. That's right. Not so fun. Uh, even though I can't see you, it's not so fun having raised your hand now, is it? Don't throw your shooter bottles, your water bottles, your soda bottles, your Gatorade bottles, your Powerade bottles, your, the what is that, Prime bottles, the Logan Paul thing, whatever it is, don't throw it off. Don't throw any of your trash off. You know, if you have to throw up off the lift, that I can't help you with. That I can't do anything about. I've never seen it in person, but I have heard about it and seen it in the aftermath or I have seen the aftermath of that. That's a whole other thing. Um, and not necessarily environmentally unfriendly. I'm pretty sure vomit is biodegradable, but you know, anything that you can control, don't, you know, control it. Don't throw it off, man. You know, and again, I don't advocate for over drinking while, while skiing or snowboarding or anything else on the mountain. Like if you know how to drink responsibly and I have nothing else to say, like if you're my size, just over 200 pounds and you've eaten lunch, have a beer, have two. I bet you could take it. You know, that, that has an effect on that. We learned that when we were told not to drink and drive, but unless you're a lightweight like me and then use your better judgment, I wouldn't drink on the mountain period. I just wouldn't while I was doing it. That's, that's for me personally. I, it wouldn't be good. Even one, one doesn't do me too bad, or at least it didn't, but it doesn't take much more than that to get me kind of tipsy and even a little over tipsy. Three to four will do me in pretty much for the night. Beyond that, and I'm just wrecking myself. Don't litter. This is my PSA for the season. Don't litter. Just don't litter. Don't do it. Throw it away. Put it in your pocket. You snuck it into the mountain with it in your pocket. You can sneak it off the mountain in your pocket, too. 
I'm right about this. Don't litter. And here's the thing. We're all outdoor sports people. And if you've ever been outdoors and you see trash, you you wonder why, what animal did this because it's not a literal animal. It's a figurative animal. Humans, the real animal. It's a mess. Don't litter. Just don't litter, especially because we are an outdoor sport. Keep our mountains tidy, please. I'm begging you. Do it. I may have to put out a shirt for it. Yes, I'll make some money for it, but hopefully it'll get a little get a little awareness out there. Don't litter, especially, and now we're going to come back to the stereotype part, especially since it's a symptom of a bigger issue with a stereotype, with a stereotype. Now, we all know there's stereotypes everywhere in this world. We hear about the more, you know, social and political issues constantly. It's a constant thing in the West. But one of the things that come, you know, for snow sports, even though we talk about how, hey, we're outdoor, you know, athletes, we, you know, recreational professional, we like to be outdoors, we want to be in the fresh air, we want to be, you know, out in the sun, we want to see the views, see the animals, see the trees. People think we are not the most environmentally sound people in the world because, and this is in my experience, if you've had a different experience, please let me know. Like I said back at the beginning, there's the speak pipe, there's the speak pipe uh, 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 link at skirexmedia.com leave me a voicemail send me an email contact at skirexmedia.com dm on twitter instagram facebook or even linkedin if your experience has been different tell me about that um and uh, we'll address it on another podcast please interact with skirex media podcast but you know this consensus is as far as i can tell that skiing is not an environmentally friendly sport and i understand where they get that from we cut down trees to make trails. We then cut the grass and the trees back to keep the trails. We use a ton of diesel fuel and electricity to run lifts and other operations equipment. We have petroleum-based products everywhere, everywhere. We have waxes. Our wax gets off our skis into the snow, into the into the water, and has, causes problems for us and animals and all kinds of stuff when we cut the trees for our new lifts we have to be careful that we're not interrupting habitats for the local wildlife again we use way too much water as an as an industry in a community we are not the most environmentally environmentally friendly uh industry on the surface but there are many of us who are conscious of that and we work. Technology will fix almost all of that eventually. Um, that's the beautiful thing. Technologies, we're getting there with technologies. With electricity, we're building technologies that use less electricity, can use renewable sources, new electricity batter, uh, and battery storage units. We've heard in the, um, we've heard about the electric vehicles, the solid state battery. Um, that will be the true game changer if it provides what they say it will. You know, six to 700 miles per charge. That's more than double what some EVs get. And that and the battery can be charged in a fraction of the time. That's it. Gas cars are going to go away. And I own a gas car. I'm still all for gas cars. 100%. Like, don't think I'm getting on there to be some kind of environmental or environmentalist tree-hugging hippie. I'm not that at all. I see the beauty of using, you know, combustion technology. But I also am a nerd and know that technology will catch up to what we're doing. You know, that the, the, the big positive out of some of the, these issues, these environmental issues is that we create technologies to fix it. 
uh, as a, you know, as a whole, as an industry, you know, there's plenty of technologies now, man, like snowmaking uses less water and less electricity than it ever did before. Um, diesel engines are going away for other, you know, other fuels and stuff. Again, I'm not trying to lecture. I'm not trying to be Greta Thunberg here. I'm not, um, you, you know, and I'm not a climate change activist. I don't throw in with the climate change activists. All I'm saying is we already have the the bad reputation. Let's not make it worse with the littering. That's what I'm saying. I try to kill stereotypes. I'm trying to change our reputation. I'm trying to change how people look at us uh, outside of the industry, man. We know how some people look at us. We know it, and we don't want that anymore. At least I don't. I don't want people to think I'm some environmental, you know, enemy of Captain Planet. For those of you who watched Captain Planet when you were a kid, I loved Captain Planet. I'm just saying don't litter. And in an industry just like any other, like we're not the only ones guilty of it. That's why I'm saying that's why I'm comfortable saying it. Like we're not the only ones guilty of it. I'm talking about the perception of snow sports, you know. It you know it's the rich man's sport. It's not environmentally all these negatives when there's so many positives. Uh, yeah, some lifts use diesel. Some groomers use diesel, but they'll go away eventually. Technology will catch up, and they're not doing it to the point where I would say. And again, I don't know. I'm not an environmental scientist. I'm not a scientist of any kind. So what do I know? In the end, Tim doesn't know what he's talking about, which is the worst part of the solo episodes. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I can say this. And I know you will agree with it. Don't litter. Take your shooter bottles, your candy wrappers, your water bottles, and everything else. Put them in your pocket and then take them off the mountain just like you got them onto the mountain. Right? Right. That's it. PSA for you. No litter. Right? And I hope it was an entertaining PSA for you. Thank you for listening to the Ski Rex Media Podcast. I am Tim from Ski Rex Media. Once again, please... Visit Ski Rex Media on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, Ski Rex Media on all of them. Send me an email, contact at skirexmedia.com. Use the speak pipe link in the description or actually in the website that's linked in the description, skirexmedia.com. Or you can go to ski rex, uh, you can go to speakpipe.com slash ski rex media to leave ski rex media a voicemail. Send me DMs, emails, comment on my posts. The whole nine. Keep an eye out on on the old YouTube because I'm going to be putting a video up there in a bit. And I think that's it for this week, my friends. Next week, we will return with guests. We will return with guests. We're going to be talking to Ed Warren from Uphill New England. We're going to be talking to him about Uphill New England. Um, shout out to Mark Adamchik from the Dartmouth uh, Skiway, who is on Uphill New England's board. Awesome. I know Mark. Mark knows me. Mark's been on the podcast, and now Ed will have been on the podcast. Ryan Thompson, the founder of 10th Mountain Whiskey. That's right. We're going to talk booze. Shout out to Brian and Mario, the Ski Bum Podcast. They usually talk booze, and I don't know much about booze because I don't drink anymore. But we're going to talk to him because it's 10th Mountain, as in reference to the 10th Mountain Division, soldiers on skis. So we're going to get a history lesson. That's going to be a lot of fun. Jeff Hansen. New potential partner for Skier X Media, Jeff Hansen at Embrace. They make this awesome set of leggings for snow sports that has built-in support, knee support, hip support, back support. It's like having all kinds of braces on your body built into your pants. It's very cool, and I'm testing them now. Keep an eye out for that. I got to do some content creation with those pants because I love them. 
So keep an eye out for that. Keep an eye out for all three of those episodes. They'll be coming up shortly. I'll be having more people on the uh, on the old podcast as we go through the season here. Season's going to come to an end quick, I think. Not the liter- not in a literal sense, but you know, the I feel like we're going to get through the Ski Rex Media podcast season fast. And I don't know if I'm going to be doing a show this summer. Didn't really work out last summer, but we'll see. I have bits in mind. I have all kinds of stuff in mind. You'll see it coming. Also, while you're at the SkiRexMedia.com, sign up for the newsletter. Then you'll get some of this news before, you know, you won't have to wait for the podcast to come out. Right? Right. I hope you enjoyed it. Comment if you did. Rate the podcast if you did. Or even if you didn't, let me know what you didn't like. I need criticism to get better. Right? Right. I'll see you out there, everybody. In fact, I think I'm skiing at Okemo on Friday the 5th and maybe somewhere else on Saturday the 6th. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, enough rambling. I'll see you out there, everybody, later.